Good day to you. Hope you're having a wonderful day. We are reading in the book of Exodus. Now, last time we read Exodus chapter 6, and we're back to a point where after the meeting with Pharaoh didn't go well, and and in chapter 6 they list the heads of Israel. We're back to a point where Moses is speaking to God, and I'm going to read here the last verse for you. But Moses said before the Lord, Look, I am unskilled and inept in speech. How then will Pharaoh listen to me and pay attention to what I say? And that is how chapter 6 ends. Kind of just cuts us off there. So now we're ready to go to chapter 7. This is Exodus chapter 7. I am reading in the Amplified Bible. Then the Lord said to Moses, Now hear this, I make you as God to Pharaoh to declare my will and purpose to him. And your brother Aaron shall be your prophet. You shall speak all that I command you, and your brother Aaron shall tell Pharaoh to let the children of Israel go out of his land. And I will make Pharaoh's heart hard and multiply my signs and my wonders, miracles, in the land of Egypt. But Pharaoh will not listen to you, and I shall lay my hand on Egypt and bring out my hosts like a defensive army tribe by tribe. My people, the children of Israel, out of the land of Egypt by great acts of judgment, the plagues. The Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord when I stretch out my hand on Egypt and bring out the children of Israel from among them. And Moses and Aaron did so, just as the Lord commanded them, so they did. Now Moses was eighty years old, and Aaron eighty-three years old, when they spoke to Pharaoh. Okay, so these guys are much older than I remembered or thought. They are, I knew, don't get me wrong, I knew Moses was going to be a pretty old fellow, But 80 years old is pretty old. Now, I know by their standards, they were still living pretty long, 130, 140 years, but still 80 years old. That's that's pretty old. So it's just interesting to note this. Their ages, that's something interesting. Um, Also interesting that here again, it says, I will make Pharaoh's heart hard and multiply my signs and my wonders. Well, we already know Pharaoh was hardened towards God. Because he did not know God. Who is the Lord? I do not know the Lord. It's, if, I think that is his exact words are very similar. Because he did not know God, of course, his heart was hard towards God. I think the very fact that Moses and God were coming to Pharaoh offended Pharaoh and it made him even harder of heart. But that's now that was an I think. So we're going to move on from there. That's just something that strikes me. When God says, I will make Pharaoh's heart hard, I don't think God is taking away Pharaoh's choice. I think what it is, is the idea and presence of God is offensive to Pharaoh. Pharaoh thinks he is the Almighty. He thinks he is the one in charge and overall. Again, I don't think God is taking Pharaoh's choices away. I think God is just saying that 
us coming to Pharaoh, it's he's going to be he's going to have a hard heart towards us. He's going to be offended at me, the Lord God Almighty. Going to move on from there. Now the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, when Pharaoh says to you, work a miracle to prove your authority, then you say to Aaron, take your staff and throw it down before Pharaoh so that it may become a serpent. So Moses and Aaron came to Pharaoh and did just as the Lord had commanded. Aaron threw down his staff before Pharaoh and his servants, and it became a serpent. Then Pharaoh called for the wise men, skilled in magic and omens, and the sorcerers, skilled in witchcraft. And they also, these magicians, soothsayers, or priests of Egypt, did the same with their secret arts and enchantments. For every man threw down his staff, and they turned into serpents. But Aaron's staff swallowed up their staffs. Yet Pharaoh's heart was hardened, and he would not listen to them, just as the Lord had said. He's offended. He is the supreme being in his mind, in his world, in his universe. That's how Pharaoh thinks. He does not know God. He is not humble before God. Then the Lord said to Moses, Pharaoh's heart is hard. He refuses to let the people go. Go to Pharaoh in the morning as he is going out to the water and wait for him on the bank of the Nile and you shall take in your hand the staff that was turned into a serpent. You shall say to him, The Lord, the God of the Hebrews, has sent me to you, saying, Let my people go so that they may serve me in the wilderness. But behold, you have not listened until now. Thus says the Lord, By this you shall know and recognize and acknowledge that I am the Lord. Look with the staff in my hand, I will strike the water in the Nile, and it shall be turned to blood. The fish in the Nile will die, and the Nile will become foul, and the Egyptians will not be able to drink water from the Nile. Then the Lord said to Moses, Say to Aaron, Take your staff, and stretch out your hand over the waters of Egypt, over their rivers, over their streams, over their pools, and over all their reservoirs of water, so that they may become blood. And there shall be blood throughout all the land of Egypt in containers, both of wood and stone. So they're going to turn all the water into blood. The Lord is going to turn everything into blood. So Moses... And Aaron did as the Lord commanded. Aaron lifted up the staff and struck the waters in the Nile, in the sight of Pharaoh and in the sight of his servants, and all the water that was in the Nile turned into blood. The fish in the Nile died, and the river became foul-smelling, and the Egyptians could not drink its water, and there was blood throughout all the land of Egypt. But the magicians of Egypt did the same by their secret arts and enchantments. So Pharaoh's heart was hardened, and he did not listen to Moses and Aaron, just as the Lord had said. Then Pharaoh turned and went into his house, and he did not take even this divine sign to heart. So all the Egyptians dug near the river for water to drink, because they could not drink the water of the Nile. 
Seven days passed after the Lord had struck the Nile. Now, I want you to notice that his wise men could duplicate turning water to blood in some way. We don't know how, but in some way they were able to duplicate that. You notice they didn't reverse it. You notice that they didn't change the blood back to water, did they? You notice that the people had to dig near the river for water to drink because they could not drink the water from the Nile. Yet, notice that they could still get pure water or good water. We'll say maybe not pure, but we'll say good water, decent water from nearby. So it's just a thought. Notice that they could do and, and, and reenact some of these miracles through whatever machinations they had. However, they did that. But you'll notice that Aaron's staff ate their staff. So his snake ate all their snakes. But Pharaoh still is having a hard heart. He is still, um, his heart was hardened. Why? Because he said, oh, well, my guys can do that. That's no big deal. So he kept just being hard of heart. He didn't want to listen. That's the, that's the way a lot of people are towards God now. They don't know God. They don't want to know God. And they don't want to admit God. Because they want to be their own, like he wants to be the ruler of his own life, of everything, of the nation, of everything, of Egypt. And that's the way people are. We, we tend to want to be selfishly. I, I want to rule my own life. I want to be my own God. I want to do my own thing. Do what I want, when I want, the way I want, etc., etc. You get the idea. And this is how it is. When you don't know God, when you haven't learned the value of humility and the value of serving others. This is pretty standard practice for people. This has been Exodus chapter 7. I want to thank you for listening. Hope you have a wonderful day. May the Lord bless you and keep you safe. And remember, God loves you.